Hey, welcome to the Epic Leadership Podcast. My name is Chad Mitchell, and besides being a husband and a father to four wonderful children, I am also a small business owner. And I'm Bobby Hawk. I'm co-hosting with Chad. And not only am I a husband and father of two, but I am also a pastor. So we're going to talk about leadership and whether you are in the marketplace or the ministry, I think the Epic Leadership Podcast can encourage and enhance your leadership. Here we go. All right. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Epic Leadership Podcast. Man, we're just sitting here kind of reminiscing about some of our past episodes here, Bobby. But uh, how are things for you? Man, things are good. Uh, we were talking about our episodes. We, we've been in this series, so those of you that watch consistently, all 12 of you probably remember that. Uh, I think it's more series. than 12. Yeah. Well, it, it, <laughs> just rounding down, of course, from a 1,000. But uh, but no, we've been in this series. It's been good. Um, we're, we originally, I think we're going to take six months and, um, I, I think we can kind of wrap it today because we've talked sure. about a lot of stuff. Our other, uh, two pillars that we were going to hit on, uh, practice and priorities, we've sort of covered some other things within that that it'd probably be repetitious. And so, uh, so we will wrap that today. And then Chad, I'm excited. Kind of a little bit of a preview, if you will, yeah. is, uh, this summer we did it last summer. We got a lot of good feedback, but we were just on audio. Last summer. We were. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to actually this summer, well, what are we going to do? It's all about bringing back the guests, Bobby. We had so much fun last summer with, you know, we, we had Sansi Bleckinger on. We had Alicia Scott on. We had some uh, other individuals on with us. And it was a great time. I mean, we got a lot out of it. I yep. think we heard a lot of great feedback from you, our listeners. So we do appreciate that. So uh, we're going to bring it back again. We've got some guests that we're going to line up. And uh, we're just going to kind of go into the summer with some guests and uh, kind of see how this turns out for us. Yeah, yeah. So, so that'll be exciting. So we'll spend uh, June, July, August. So we'll do that next month. But for this month, for May, we will close out um, our series. So we were talking about pillars um, kind of this, uh, of your life, this blueprint, essentially it comes back to you either plan your life or you don't Chad. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you just live life and you say, you know, uh, whatever happens happens. I mean, you can, you can live that way. It's not very intentional. It's not yeah. very purposeful. If you're going to live on purpose, we talked about the idea of a blueprint and these different pillars that are really important in that. And, uh, and, and today we want to talk about, again, there, there's six total pillars, but we want to talk about one more pillar, at least for our podcast. And what is that pillar we want to hit on today? Yeah. I think today we can wrap this thing up and just, you know, sometimes everything's about perspective, right? And I think that's a really important topic for us to really kind of hone in on today and just to kind of put a bow around this, this topic of, you know, that purpose driven life and, and living, living that purposeful driven life that, that you're planning for as opposed to just kind of walking through. So, uh, perspective, it's going to be a great topic for us today. And, uh, hopefully our listeners are able to pull out of it some things that will help them in their own atmosphere. Yeah. And when we talk about perspective, there's a couple ways to look at it, <laughs> pun intended, but, you can think of perspective as like an airplane. So for instance, if you and I are flying over, I use this illustration a lot when we talk about personality. Uh, we're flying over Chicago. Yeah. Okay. And you're on one side of the plane. I'm on the other. We're both looking out the windows. I can see Lake Michigan and you can see skyscrapers and we have two totally different perspectives. Neither of them are wrong. It's what we see. Right. Right. Um, so one way to talk about perspective is trying to see the other person's perspective. 
not really where we're going with today. I mean, that's important and that's good, but we're talking about kind of a leadership perspective. What are you looking at? What should you be looking at? Because to be honest, to be an effective leader, which is what the goal of our podcast is, how can we be better leaders? You have to consider several different perspectives that Chad really, in a way, are kind of all at the same time. They are. You can't afford to just look through one lens all the time and be effective. So that's our idea of perspective. How can you look through multiple lenses at the same time as a leader? And really, what are those lenses that you need to be looking through? Yeah. And and I think it's, I think it's good for our listeners to hear that there are multiple lenses that you have to look through because if you just continue to look through the same lens, Bobby, I mean, what happens is you become, you don't change, you don't adapt. Um, whether you're leading a team of one or whether you're leading a team of, of a hundred. You've got to be able to see the different perspectives of your organization. You got to be able to see the different perspectives of your team so that you can be the best leader that you can be in the moments that you're given. Yeah. So let's talk about the first of those perspectives then would be what? Yeah. The first one that we, that we can touch on is, is just a new perspective. And when you think about a new perspective, Bobby, I mean, for me, what I think about is maybe a renewed perspective. Maybe that it's the same perspective that you've always looked at, but it, it's a renewed perspective that you can kind of go back and revisit and basically say, Hey, this is some of the things that I may have possibly been missing out of this, but uh, just kind of a renewed perspective. Yeah. Yeah. So new or renewed, I guess, depending Absolutely, on where yeah. you're at. So yes, yeah, so I think about an, uh, first of all, I thought you said, nude perspective no, and I was not do like, that. okay, Chad. <laughs> so we're not going to talk about looking at things naked, but okay. New N-E-W. That makes more sense. A new perspective. What I think about is sometimes you just have to pull back and say, okay, let me see this in a new light. Yeah. Or sometimes just the way the world is, the way things change, you have to take on a new perspective. I think about the way, you know, you, you do business, the way I do business, a lot has changed. Um, and, and so one example that I think you're, you're right on with us is real time where, uh, we've started now Epic Pickleball, um, at the Epic Sports Lodge. Yeah. And, uh, the Epic Sports Lodge is going to have a new identity later this summer. Stay tuned for more on that. But yeah, the idea of, uh, this Epic Pickleball, it came from how can we reinvent ourselves? Yeah. Because while we had two soccer fields and we enjoy soccer and everything that goes on with that, and there is a lot in the community related to soccer, and there are a lot of opportunities for that, yet this fastest-growing sport, you know, pickleball, which is pretty cool because different ages can do it, different experience levels, we said, is there a way that we can tie that into our facility? And now we have, I believe, the biggest pickleball facility in the area, which is really exciting, eight indoor courts, four outdoor courts, but it was taking a step back, looking at our facility and saying, okay, um, what, what's the same? Well, we want to be a place where people can connect, families can connect, almost a third place between right. home and work, so to speak. Yeah. Um, okay. But how can we do that in maybe a newer, different way? So the perspective was renewed. This is what we're already doing. This is the goal. This is the mission. The new part of it was let's add pickleball, right? And the great thing about it is, is we really didn't eliminate anything. You know, we had two soccer fields already. 
Um, so the elimination of, of one of those still left us with the one soccer field. So we're now being able to, to go to multiple different audiences. We're staying with our core theme of family and, and those kind of things. So it, it's really worked out well for us and it's a new perspective. And, and I think that people, once they see it and once they walk in and they see it, it's almost kind of like a refresh on our whole operation over there. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's good looking at things in a new way or sometimes it's just renewed. Sometimes you get a little bit off mission. A little yeah. bit off focus. You get busy. Sometimes you got to come back and say, okay, wait a second. Why did I ever get into this in the first place? Yeah. You know, why did you go into insurance? Why did I go into church ministry? Why? And sometimes that why caused you to say, okay, wait a second. I need to get back to my purpose. So that's more of a renewed perspective, yeah. I guess. But what's the, what's the second piece then of this idea of perspective? New. What else do you have to do? I think we look at. Sometimes the neutral side of things. Okay? okay. So being, being real with yourself and being able to say, okay, Hey, here's where I'm at today. And here's where I either want to be tomorrow or here's where I want my team to be tomorrow or just being real and understanding where you're at, where your skill sets are, where they're not and being able to stay in that lane. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up because there's, uh, I was listening to something and, and I really don't remember the title. I'll try to remember that, but. It was talking about neutral thinking. Yeah. And it was saying there's a difference in positive thinking. Everything's going to work out. Negative thinking, of course, we don't want to go down that trail, but it was about being, being real about the situation, being honest and assessing the situation, neutral thinking, because when you have neutral thinking, then you can actually discover how to get to the win. But right. sometimes we err on the side, certainly don't want our, listeners to think that I'm advocating negative thinking, but I'm I'm not also advocating that you just have positive thinking kind of, you know, pie in the sky, you know, rainbows and pots of gold all the time. Sometimes you got to look at a situation neutrally and say, what do we need to do to make this a win? Because to be honest, we're not really achieving success. Do you have to do that? In, in your line of work? I absolutely a hundred percent. And I would correlate this to, I would correlate this to, um, to kind of drive in a boat, Bobby, you know, as you know, I'm a new boat owner. Okay. So never driven a boat before, but for people who have driven a boat before, what they will realize is neutral on a boat is your friend because it's kind of your braking system. Okay. So I would correlate it to that because sometimes you're just running so hard that sometimes you just need to put it back in neutral just to reassess the situation to coast, so to speak, mm-hmm. before you either go in reverse or back in drive to move in either one of those directions. So, uh, yeah, I, as a, as a business owner, as a, as a leader within my organization, sometimes we have to find neutral just for a short period of time to figure out what is going to be the best direction for us to head. Well, and, and if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you know, Chad and I are, are fans of the Enneagram. Oh, yeah. And one of the things we both have in common, we're a type three. And one of the, the vices of a type three that you got to guard against is deception. And not that we set out to lie. That's not necessarily the point. It's just we want to be successful. We want to be seen as successful. And sometimes people with that personality can look at things in a positive way or try to make a positive out of a negative so much so that they never do look at things truly neutral and be able to assess and say, yeah, this actually isn't working. Yeah, Yeah, I'm trying to make it a win. Well, sometimes it's just not a win and, you and just it never have to, will be. And it never will be. You got to stop and just say, no, 
put it neutral, look at this in a neutral way and be honest about what do we need to do. I think that's hard sometimes for some personalities to do. I know it's hard for me as I always want everything to turn out with a win. And, but it's sometimes you got to say game's over, Bobby. It's not a win. Move on and find the win and quit trying to convince yourself and others that this is the win when it's really not. And deep down, you know, it's not, it it just gets in the way. So, okay. So new perspective, you want more on the neutral or do you want to? No, I think, I think that kind of gives us an idea. So when you think about what's next in my mind, Bobby would be more now. Okay. What's your perspective of right now? You know, in the moment, what are we looking at? Um, what does, what does the, the landscape look like? From your leadership level and also from even your business or your organization level, where are things at to now? Let's get an assessment of what that looks like. Okay. So when, when you talk about now and now perspective, you're talking about real time. Correct. Yeah. Real time. Okay. We're, our listeners probably know we're not going to just stop with now. Okay. There is going to be a future tie into this, but I think you're right because again, let's go back to the Enneagram three. Um, we, along with I think it's seven and eight on the Enneagram are considered future oriented visionaries. Yeah. It's not even visionaries with every perspective. It's, it's in relationship to time We're future oriented and some personalities are present oriented and some are past oriented. They all have advantages. They all have disadvantages. Well, the disadvantage for someone like us, we're always thinking about the future, which yes, becomes vision and visionary. But if we're not careful, our perspective is could be on what's next. And while that's that's an important perspective, we can't ignore what's now. Yeah, you know, you almost move on before you've completed the task, and that can be dangerous for a leader. It certainly can be dangerous in an organization. What are some of the challenges that you find? Because I know we both are future oriented thinkers with being able to have the now perspective, the real time perspective. I think some of the challenges that I have with that, Bobby, is, is giving, giving the opportunity of what you're in now to actually work. Because sometimes I don't see something, I don't see the fruits of the labor, so to speak, very quickly. And being able to step back and say, okay, give this time as opposed to just adjusting to the next best thing, right? And I think too many times over my career, I may have adjusted too quickly, but then there's also been times where I didn't adjust quick enough, right? Mm-hmm. So, just giving it, giving it the time that it needs to be able to work and giving it the time that it needs to be able to, to be able to, to be successful for you for any venture that you're working through. Yeah. And I think when it comes to people and relationships, that now perspective is pretty important, right? Yeah. Like I correlate it to when, when I'm out with my wife, she wants me to be present. In the moment. I think I've heard that before. Yeah. I, I, well, yeah. Carrie told me to remind you of that. So <laughs> it's the only reason I brought it up actually, but, but no, it, it's true, right? Present in the moment. Now it doesn't mean we might not talk about future plans or future things, but when we're together, when we're on a family vacation, right? The family wants me to be present in the moment. And sometimes as leaders, the people that work with us, also want to feel like we're present in the moment. Yeah. And if we're not careful and we're not focused with a now perspective, we can not only miss out on opportunities, but I think we can almost miss out on the relationship component because we're not, it, it feels like we're not there. Like we're physically there, right. but mentally 
we seem to always be a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month, two months, three months, a year, two years, three years ahead. And it's kind of like, but what about right now? You know, the other thing is I think when you miss a now perspective, you forget to celebrate wins because you've already moved on. And the hard part about that is in most of your now perspectives, you don't get, you, you don't have a redo. You can't go back and say, I'm going to try that over again. You know, for example, you were talking about family vacations and those kind of things. I mean, although you've been to Disney a couple times, each time a couple was different. A couple too many, yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> each time was different, so. Yeah, so, okay. So a now perspective is important, but not without what? what what's our fourth perspective? We've got to have a next. Okay. What's our next step? Um, what What are we getting ready for? You know what I mean? And I think that is probably, you know, all of these are important, but for me in my business, staying ahead of the curve is probably the most important thing that I can do, right? Whether it's competition, whether it's team, whether it's marketing, whatever that might be, when you think about that, the usually the first person to that usually is going to win. Now, they're also going to feel all the trials and tribulations of going through it first, right? Mm-hmm. But typically in my experience, most times when you have a next plan ready and you're not setting in neutral, so to speak, mm-hmm. you're much better. And we're talking about next step. I mean, we're we're not talking about far out in the future. We'll we'll get there. We'll yeah. get there. But we're literally talking about, okay, if this is what I'm doing now and this is what I need to do now what do I need to be focused on next? And what's interesting about this, Chad, is if if you're listening to this, it almost sounds like we're competing and we're mm-hmm. saying, you know, well, I thought you just said not to focus on what's not. No, we're saying it's both and. Yeah. That's the whole point. You have to have both perspectives because if you're only focused on now and you're not focused on next, by the time next becomes now, you're not ready for it. Yeah. Right? And I think that's the the challenge. So from a church ministry context, uh, most people realize Easter is a pretty big day yeah. for churches and pastors. And uh, so we want to put some effort, some time into planning that. We want it to be a good thing. But for us, right around Easter, also, we celebrate our church birthday. And so we do it the week after. Um, and so what's interesting is while we're focused on now, what's coming up this week, we're focused on what's the next week. And that's true in pretty much every week of our year. It's true in any business and organization. You have to focus on both because if you, if you lose perspective on one, you're either missing out on future opportunities or you're missing out on current opportunities. Right. No, I would agree. And, and we've talked about this a little bit. Um, you know, I run my business based off of the concept of the 12 week year. And one of the things that that concept has done for me is it's helped me to prepare for the next quarter. It's helped me prepare for what is next in our business. Um, so that's why I like utilizing it because it kind of helps me encompass a lot of these different perspectives. Yeah. Yeah. And I like that. So just kind of as a recap, cause I think people are going to see that this sort of builds and ties in. So right. you need a new perspective or sometimes a renewed perspective. So you need to be focused on that. You need a neutral perspective. So right. being real, being honest, you need a now, that's that's right now, and you need a, a next, right? So what what else is important? There's two more that we want to hit on. Yeah. And and the fifth one, you I guess there's a couple different terms, a couple different ways to think about it. We talked about near. Yeah. 
what's near. That sort of almost sounds like what's next, but I think we'll explain right. the difference. Yeah, and I think the biggest difference between next and near is next is, okay, here's where I'm headed. You know, right after this, I'm headed to this perspective. But near is what is on my radar? I mean, what is out there still that we need to be focused on that may not be here yet? And it still may be a little bit of time before it gets here, but we've got to be prepared for that and we've got to be focused on it. So, yeah. So I think that's, that's probably a good way to describe it, Chad. When we, when we talk about next, we're talking about what do you need to be ready for? Right. I mean, this is, it's coming, it's happening where near is more of that, that radar in the future. Yeah. Um, I think the other term we used with near is just was not yet. Correct. It's not yet. Yeah. And you know what? Maybe we're not sure that it's going to be. It, it's just, it's a possibility uh, versus maybe the the next is more of a probability. Like yeah. this is probably going to happen. I need to be ready for it. Maybe, maybe it's just, hey, what are some possibilities I need to be considering for my business, for my organization, for my team, for future growth? Um, sometimes I think this is even the next hire, right? right? The next hire is – Okay, well, who do we need um, for the future if this happens? And it's not we're going to hire them next week, maybe not even next month, but we've got it on our radar so that when it becomes next, we're ready for it. Right. And I think that's where people have to understand this. I would almost call it tiered timelines in, sure, when it comes yeah. to your thinking. You know, if you only focus on one, you miss out on so many other things. And one of our examples we shared, I think we shared before, was about Robbie and our campus pastor. Because we knew, because we're talking radar, we knew, hey, at some point, we didn't know it was Robbie and Alicia. We just knew at some point, this is the type of person we want to add to the team. Right. All of a sudden, it started coming together and we're like, I think this is the next step. And then we got to the point where we pulled the trigger and said, this is now. Yeah. But if it wasn't on our radar, Chad – I don't think it, the conversation would have ever come because we wouldn't have been thinking about it when we heard that he was making a possible transition. We would have never invited him to sit down with us and talk. Is that, yeah, is that and, true? And I would agree with you a hundred percent on that. I, I think by us having it on our radar, we were already kind of, of looking for that right person and looking for that, for the right person to fit that role. So we just, we didn't know, we knew that we didn't need to do it right today, but we knew that when we found the right person, we could be patient and work through the process. And that was probably on our radar a couple of years. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and it was on our radar, not knowing when, not even probably knowing if it was just, man, this is a strong possibility. Let's keep our eyes open, ears open. And I'm glad we did because this worked out really well. Yeah. And I think the key to that is just to be prepared, be prepared yeah. at all times for what is near, what is on that radar, because you're never going to know when that right opportunity is going to be there for you to where you could take advantage of it. So I think okay. it's good. So new and neutral, and then we get now, next, and near, or not yet, however you want to look yeah. at that. Okay. What's the what's the last one? Because I think this is actually going to be different. This is going to kind of maybe reverse this a little bit, put yeah. a different side to the coin here. What, what's the last perspective? Yeah, there's there's some of these things that it's just going to be never. Never. Right? How do we how do we release this from our minds and never focus on this again? And I think for for my type of business, you know, I, I think that there are things that I've done over the past 15 years that I probably will never go back and revisit again. And it's because the industry changes, technology changes, people change, Bobby. I mean, people change. So it, there's things that work then that'll probably never work again. Yeah. Sometimes I think we get caught up because we won't 
just let that go. Yeah. It's like, just, just release that. You tried it. It didn't work. You tried it again. It didn't work. Um, at some point you got to move on mentally or else you're trying to make something work that just should never happen. Yeah. And how do we know that it's a never? I think maybe that's the bigger thing. How do I know when it's gone from a not yet or something to a never? And I would say, well, that's where that learning from failure and listening to others has to kick in. Yeah. You know, is that true? I, I, I do think it's true. And I think also sometimes you have to take yourself out of the picture because maybe that perspective is more designed for you as a person as opposed for you as an organization, right? So maybe it's more about you than it is about the team or is it about the organization. So sometimes I think you have to dive deep into that. And as hard as it is to admit that, hey, this is probably something I never need to come back to. Sometimes you got to pull the trigger. You gotta so like it. I should never be on stage singing. Right. I, I've, I would agree. I've had to that. learn to give up that dream. Right. <laughs> I agree with that. Okay. So and, and here's, let me give you an example. This is, it's actually a real life example. It's kind of embarrassing, but I was in my twenties, Chad, and I never learned how to play keyboard or piano. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, as you know, don't have a lot of musical ability. Don't really have any musical ability. <laughs> And I know that, but there was a part of me that said, well, I could learn to play keyboard or piano. And here's how that happened. It was a Sunday. This was before video live stream. We had to cancel our, our church service. We were up in Michigan at the time, a lot of snow. We ended up canceling. So I'm sitting home on a Sunday morning. I'm bored. The TV's on and we turn, I, I scroll through. It's one of those infomercial stations. And it was convincing me how easy it is to learn to play chords on a piano. Okay. And so it was like, anybody can do this. So my ears perk up and I'm like, Oh man, this is great. So I go in, I print off a bunch of these chord charts. I do all this thing. I spend way too much time on a Monday trying to, to do this. And so then I bring somebody in and I'm like, Hey, I want you to tell me if you can tell what this, what this song is. It was a worship song. Chad, all I know is a couple chords. Yeah. In my head, I'm singing the song while I'm hitting the dun, 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 whatever it was. Horrible. All they're hearing is dun, dun, (laughs) dun. So in my head, I'm hearing it. So when I said, can you tell what that is? And they look, they look at me with a blank stare and they're like, I have no idea. That doesn't sound like a song. Crushed. Crushed. (laughs) But I will tell you at that moment, I realized I'm never going to be a musician. Bobby, you got to let that go. Yeah. And so, you know what, whether it's never going to be a musician or in in your life and your leadership, there's just some things that you're just never going to to do or do well. You got to let those go. That's a healthy perspective to have because once you mentally free yourself of that space, you get to fill that with something totally different. So I'm never going to be six foot, Chad. I get it. Yeah. You know, um, I'm never going to be a musician and I'm never going to be the best on the team at implementation. Right. I've learned that and yeah. it's okay. I can let that go and let other people do that. But here's what, here's the important part of this that I want our listeners to hear. Although you said you would never be good at implementation, you're a good visionary, right? So you have surrounded yourself with implementers. Yeah. Right? So just understanding that although you may not be good at something, how can you still accomplish that same goal? Well, you've got to surround yourself with the right people. And 
I'm surrounded by a good musician sitting across from me. So you make up for that as well. <laughs> I appreciate uh, it. But neither of us, I don't think quite hit the six foot height thing. So no, we're not going to, and we're never going to get there. We're, we're going to round up. We're That's better we're at pickleball. Do. I think, I think, think I'm not sure. We'll see. Yet to be determined. So May 5th. <laughs> <laughs> we built a whole sports facility around it. So let's hope. So, all right. Uh, why don't we recap? Uh, six different sides to this pillar. Uh, feel like all of these perspectives, you, you, I would continue need to have all of them. Yeah. Maybe our listeners disagree, but, but you need to have these perspectives and they need to be in balance. And it's almost like, it's kind of weird, Chad. It's almost like I feel like you've got six pairs of glasses that you constantly have sitting around and you need to, you need to put that pair on. So you can see this, but you can't wear that pair all the time or you're never going to see the other things. Yeah. But isn't that what a leader really is? I mean, a leader is really somebody that can look through multiple lenses and be able to make decisions based off of what they're seeing through all of those. Right. I would say a good leader. Yeah. yeah. Cause I would yeah. say some leaders default to what's easiest for you and I. Maybe that would be here's what's next or here's what's right. near on the radar. We don't want to really deal with what's now or neutral. Others are really good with an honest assessment of what's now and they know what to do. So yes, I think a good leader says, I'm going to do what I'm naturally good at doing, but I'm going to make sure that I force myself to look through the other lenses often because if I don't, I'm not going to be well-rounded as a leader. I'm not going to be the best leader I can be, which means that my team, my organization is not going to be the best that it can be. So I do think this perspective thing's pretty important to being a good leader. Yeah, for sure. I would agree totally. Man, this has been good. Um, you know, we've been able to talk over the last few months regarding that, you know, just developing that purpose-driven life for yourself, you know, as yeah. a leader, as a, as a father, as a husband or, or, or a spouse, a wife, whatever you are. Just developing what works best for you. There's a lot of things that we've talked about over the last four months, and some of those are going to work for certain people. Some of them aren't. Okay. But we're just trying to give some, a different perspective for people to follow and just to give them some different thinking points about what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I think the, the final takeaway for me is it's just about being purposeful yeah. or being intentional. And, uh, hopefully the last few months and, and our topics have helped with that. You're, you're building your life, you're building your leadership, have a plan to do it and make sure that in that plan that you're thinking through what needs to be a part. So if you miss any of these, would love, again, for our listeners to go back. So February, March, April, those podcasts, we address some of these things and obviously kind of concluding it here. And as you said, uh, in June, July, August, going to do our summer series, uh, invite some guests on and we'll, uh, it's still be leadership. We'll talk yeah. about leadership, life and leadership, uh, but we'll, uh, bring a new, perspective to that this summer. Pretty give, excited. Give you somebody else to listen to besides just you and I. Yeah. And look at for those <laughs> for sure. of you that are watching. That'll on be the benefit for YouTube, sure. So for sure. Guys, we thank you for joining as always. Um, appreciate any reviews that you have out there for us. Always love for you to leave those that helps us out, helps us spread the word out to more people. But uh, if you guys have any topics that you'd like to hear about this summer, we'd love to hear about those. So if there's anybody out there that has any, you guys know how to reach out to us, but Bobby, it's been great hanging out with you. Yep, it's good. We'll see you again next month, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. Take care, guys. Hey, guys, thanks for joining the Epic Leadership Podcast. Man, this is just fun for Bobby and I just to kind of talk back and forth and hopefully give you some good insights into some leadership of a couple different industries. 
And if you've enjoyed it, we would love to have a good review. Uh, Give us a five-star rating if you can. Share it with some friends. If you didn't like it, then tune in again next time, and we will try to do better. We'll see you next time, guys.